Hello, and welcome back to another Worldviews podcast. Today, I am your host, Tati's World, and we are back to sit down and talk about a pretty controversial topic. And when is it never controversial? I'm not really sure, but I have some unpopular opinions, and we have to talk about it. Designer babies, or GMO babies. I, I, I don't know which name you want to give them. They're artificially created. The, the future of technology and the stretching of, like, our abilities to create might cause some people to be upset possibly who knows maybe maybe we're we're working towards a progressive group of you know individuals that are thinking forward and don't really care about the consequences of technology and what they might do to our human bodies such as designer babies specifically artificially artificially modifying genes of your unborn child Honestly, this is weird a little bit, but not really at the same time, because I feel like today people are already doing that, and I'm going to get into a little bit of what I mean about that in just a second, but I really just want to dive deep into what this really means, and and it's been going on for a while, you know what I mean? This whole trying to figure out ways to alter or change the genes of humans. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm kind of intrigued by it. I'm curious myself so I can understand why scientists want to develop in this way or trying to like just stretch, I don't know, the capabilities of humankind, human evolution. You know, with technology being alive today and, and ever growing and ever advancing, what are the possibilities that we might integrate? I think that I think that the, the, the cyborg portion of society might end up be, becoming a thing or being created or it might be created i don't know we, we spend a lot of times with technology is what i mean i'm on a chair right now but i'm like in front of three screens a camera a phone is with me i got a jbl speaker here there's a lot of technology around me is what i'm trying to say it's a lot of i got a switch over there. there's a lot of technology is what i'm saying so it's like it's already around us daily on the daily basis we're interacting with them when is it that we might incorporate them into our bodies obviously elon musk is already on the ball with that getting the i believe it's called the hyperlink which will be like an implant into your brain and i assume it'll allow you to see a lot of different things and i don't know exactly what the tests on that are at all i haven't really looked into it too much yet i've seen a lot of you know promo from him doing it but i haven't obviously kept up with it um i wonder what your thoughts are on that are but it's just like we're we're going towards that so this is just an inevitable advancement i think the one thing I would say that's different is that low-end income people, I assume, like, the low-end ways of modifying a child would be, or the low-downgraded ways would be drug abuse while pregnant, and that modifies and alters your child's genes in ways that can also affect the mother in the childbearing process and the childbirthing process, and also just, like, the repercussions of it can be fatal. Um, and that's just a low class version. I'm not, I'm not saying people in the high class aren't drug abusers as well and could be doing the same thing while pregnant, but I'm saying like in these two different demographics. So like say the privileged people with the people, the people that have money to modify the children, um, with science and their, you know, the capability of doing that for desirable traits onto their children will become, it will create a, a social class difference. I think worse than race has done in the United States, um, possibly. You'll have a, a, a separate class that will be deemed more admirable and desirable by all of society, while the, a low-end low class would probably be 
facially feature facial features not as um what's the word what's the word what's the word what's the word like loved or wanted or or i don't know i don't really know i just think that society is like european constructs and european uh beauty standards are are just crazy obviously for me as a black woman i can't really relate to that i am beautiful but in my own way and so therefore i just think this whole thing is weird it's weird but i'm gonna get to the part where i think it's a little not weird because honestly the ethics behind all of this are about right up here with abortion rights and the fe- the fetus's actual choices in the creation of itself you have children that grow up to actually identify with different genders and uh, a different form of gender gender expression than most people are accustomed to and you have people online talking about specific children like athletes children specifically Dwayne Wade's child but I don't really understand or really see why people are casting their judgments or um their comments on these on children or just that is a controversial topic that has been brought up by many different people in the black community and he's not they're not even our kid like it's nothing to do with us um how someone expresses their genes or their 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 body or however they want to identify i feel like it has nothing to do with anyone else but themselves yet they feel scrutinized or there is scrutinism towards individuals who don't identify with their cisgender or uh is that the right way to say it like how the doctor um qual like labeled them at birth basically um yeah I think it's up there with there like that fetuses don't have they have no choice in any of this matter before they're alive and breathing and able to talk and able to walk and choose things for themselves and that's when they're adults and I feel like that gets into the portions of life where we're all chasing this fake reality um I feel like this incorporates the sims like you're you're creating a baby you're you're gonna modify how it looks how what what um capabilities it has like athleticism and things like that and I feel like that is just that's just weird and it and it creates a different class of people like it literally does it will create a, a portion of society that is genetically modified that is not natural in, in birth like it's it's gonna be a different I wonder how their lives like it's just weird like I can't imagine like an embryo being born out of like a you know not in a woman or not in a in a real sense of a way, in a real, like, a, I wanted to say a real host, but, like, I wanted, but then it makes me, the, the, the baby feel like a parasite, which it kind of is, because it's really sucking a lot of the nutrients from the mother, um, in a way, like, it literally watched, like, it's, it's kind of crazy, but, but what I'm trying to say is this, babies and our generation of Gen Z and just children in general are growing up in a society that is filtered, that is used, that is on social media, filtering their lives through smiles, fake personas, um, just constant, constant, like, lavish living, but, like, it's, it's unrealistic lavish living, it's just something that people are doing to keep up with appearances and, and make it seem like they're living this worldly life or whatever it is, like, just to make it seem like they're living a lifestyle that they're not. 
there's that there's just the portions that are so fake and the filters and the instagram filters and, the, and snapchat filters and the things that are deemed beautiful or just just things like that and then you have plastic surgery brazilian brazilian butt lifts um societal standards of of like kim kardashian lookalikes like just the way women are shaped and and it's just a lot of judgment all around and it's not just on women's side obviously i assume there's judgment passed on the men as well and they're going through their own thing on social media and how that impacts their mental health as well it's just i only i know more about it through a woman's uh woman's viewpoint yeah so it's just like a lot of artificial shit in general a lot of artificial shit in general like we're getting a lot of artificial dopamine meaning like likes on our instagram posts i say they're artificial because it's through social media something that was made from ones and zeros and it's not like tangible it's not on your you're not it's not on your face it's not like you're eating food and you're getting that kind of dopamine or it's you're working out or you're getting endorphins it's not like that it's something that's quote-unquote artificial and that modifies you and your levels of emotions and and how you regulate your mental health and things like that just it impacts you in that way psychologically just interacting with social media now it's just a lot it's just i feel like Basically, what I'm saying, with the gist of what I'm saying, is that we're moving towards a, a very fake lifestyle. Fake, fake lifestyle. And I think the best example of this, an example, like, I, if you watch Black Mirror, you understand we're living in a, in a, in a day-to-day future. Like we're going towards Black Mirror every fucking day. Literally, literally. Like, the episode, I mean, I don't remember the, her, the actor's name, and I don't remember the title. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Um... But there's some, there's just some like Black Mirror episodes that I can really relate to, and then we're gonna end up really relating to soon, and I can see it happening very, very soon. Um, Hyperlink is already being talked about and being worked on for years now. Space travel going to Mars. It's just a lot of things happening very quickly, and it's all in our faces now. Extraterrestrials, like Navy talking about the extraterrestrials, like the sightings that they've seen, but they can't show us the actual documentation, just things like that is is a little weird, a little bit different, you know what I mean, say, like, it's really weird, okay, that's all I can say, what am I looking for, oh, yeah, basically the episode ta- is, is a woman who is faking her life for likes and trying to go to, it's called, it's literally, right when I look at Black Mirror, the first, the word, the the episode I'm talking about is called Nosedive. Anyways, it's called Nosedive, and it's basically a woman desperate to boost her social media score hits the jackpot when she gets invited to a swanky wedding, but the trip doesn't go as planned. She's, the whole time, she's literally focused on getting five stars, and we're like, and in this reality, we're looking at each other through this fake really like social media lens where it's like if you have this many followers or this many likes it means that you're at a different caliber or class of people and so she's trying to get to this wedding so she can get more like be around more people that are higher caliber and get five stars and get five stars and get five stars and by the time she gets to the wedding she looks a mess she looks crazy and it's like the things that she was trying to do to to get to that like level of class was just like crazy and that's how people look on a daily basis trying to do the most all the time it's a lot it's a lot i feel like nobody just that's why i think van life was like really there was a big uh, movement for van life and a lot of people 
became YouTubers for it and a lot of people watched the van life YouTubers and all those stuff and like that's something that's admired because it's kind of like off the map and it's just chill and, and live in life like you're just comfortable you're seeing the world you're not worried too much about people's like likes and everything like that. I mean you still do but in a, in a different capacity a different way I think I think they still still worry about all that stuff but in a different way this just looks unhealthy. If you know what I'm talking about, if you, yes, I showed you what I meant, but if you haven't seen that episode, I definitely recommend you at least check out a couple of Black Mirror episodes. They're definitely mind-boggling and, and thought-provoking. But back to my script. They have, you know, societal pressures to go under the knife and, and become you know desired bodies like kim kardashian things like that just children and people in general become like that so what's the difference to to you or to and i don't really know the difference i'm asking what's the difference between children or the chill the children's parents picking out their features before birth rather than them figuring out themselves and doing the same thing and modifying themselves later on in birth like why is it less ethical when before but still ethical like ethical when they're old enough to choose for themselves like why is changing your body and um like in in artificial ways like getting a knife and cutting and cutting into your skin and and modifying it through, you know obviously it's a doctor but it's just doing that for the appeal of whose gaze, I don't know, maybe yours or someone else. It's just to appease society society and, like, the societal standards. If there was no societal standards, no one would be cutting themselves up and butchering their bodies to look a certain way at all. I think surgery would only be used for if you really needed it and you were about to die or something like that. It's not supposed to be for, like, perfectionism or trying to chisel at something that's already been created in... And I think the most beautiful way, the most pure way, I would say. Of course, to each their own. You want to modify yourself, go right ahead, do what you got to do. And I think, I don't know, it's the same process. It's the same thing. Yes, the child is more vulnerable because they don't have a choice. They didn't have a choice to be alive. You was already in bed doing what you was doing. Yes. But, they, I mean, technically they chose. Cause they it's a complicated situation. But anyways, they didn't really have a choice in the fact that, like, it, like their genes could be modified. So I don't really know. That's where the ethics come into it. And I could see there is that issue there, you know? Like, then you'd have, like, what's a, what are the the genes that you want to change? Or is it just going to be used for, um, you know, diseases, um, removing, like, an extra chromosome that was added? And that's, that's obviously, like, and it's not even, like, it's obvious. It's, like, who deems what disease not good or not not something to keep? I'm not saying that all these is like in general like it's just like who deems any disease for a child to to be taken out um one of the articles I was reading was talking about OCD specifically and he was talking about a spectrum and how he lies on that spectrum himself and you know but how it's helped him in a way to gain his PhD and write these papers and and like and if he didn't have this disease could he have gone as far as he has is the real question here like that's what his question was he was saying who really could tell what disease is deemed not good in a way like just not desirable pretty much that's that's a real question though it's a real societal sen like sensius that we would need like we would need everybody to chime in on the developments of these kinds of 
um, devices or scientific advances, we'd have to come together and really say, like, is this okay? Is this not okay? And how do we really feel about it? And if and and it does, is it kind of inevitable? Is this going to be an inevitable thing, anyways? I uploaded a video that I mentioned in the community page by Joanne Taylor, and she says that it's already we're already on the path to artificial embryos and possibly not needing even a womb or a woman to create or hold a baby or basically birth one anymore like you would use you would just use an artificial chamber in a way and even she she mentions motherhood then and how is it going to be quantitative or how is it going to be how is it going to be measured how is motherhood going to be measured yeah how is motherhood going to be measured how is motherhood going to be quantitated like how are we going to see motherhood then because (laughs) she she argues that just because you have a child it doesn't mean that you're a mother and and many people say that just because you have a child doesn't mean you're a father it's as it's as how much time you spent with a child people adopt and and get breathe life into children and so they're they're the mother or they're the they're the child's parent you know what i mean so i understand her point on that but it's just going to be a whole different kind of person like really like i came from a womb and you came from a a sack in a in a lab how do you, where does your soul come from like this is my question what souls would those what souls would those kinds of humans breed it's not coming out of a real human it's coming out of like a technology kind of you know it's it's like technology's birthing these kids if we do this if we go forward with this I looked around my class today and I realized that we all have very unique facial features and I think that we all look beautiful in our own way and I feel like if we went towards this kind of a designer baby pick out your different mo- like pick out your favorite desirable traits for your child there'll be a another class of generation or you know coming up that look almost very similar very very similar and this is happening on on our day to day naturally, and I will get into it. It's it's and and it, I'm, I just want to say like we're gonna I'm gonna say it because I've mentioned Kim Kardashian, I've mentioned I'm about to mention Kanye. There's a little bit of a fetishization of mixed children, and I think that is what people would modify their child to become. Um, a lot of people really go for darker skin people or just mixing of breeds for that mixed child but that just <coughs> that ain't my business right now we ain't talking about that right right now but that's just something that i've noticed and i've seen and i think a lot of us have noticed and seen plenty of us have noticed and and seen anyhow um I really do value our uniqueness. Truthfully, I can't. I can't imagine us not looking. Everybody looking the same. That'd be that'd be boring. We'd be robots, and I don't want to be robot. Not yet. I don't want to be a robot yet. And I don't think I want to be a robot at all. But I do love technology, so I wonder what I would do if you were to move forward um, with a copy paste version of how people look and only picking the best quote unquote features for the next generation. Like I said, it's just going to be weird. It's going to be like, we're going to look like cousins. It's going to be, we all going to look like cousins. It's just, I mean, is that what we, I mean, if you want to look like that, if that's, do we enjoy the diversity? Do we want 
to be able to pick? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This is my question. You tell me. They could end up, we could end up looking like the Who's from Whoville and everybody looking like with that nose. I know you talk, I know you know what I'm talking about with the nose. Or we can all end up looking like Kanye's copycat Kim Kardashian girls that he had for a while. For a little bit. It didn't last, but for a little bit. His, his literal, his literal copy and paste. Barbie and Ken, like just picking out outfits for them, like they're Barbie dolls and they're and he is the Ken doll and he picks out their outfits and like, is that what we want? Are we gonna be, I know we dress up our kids, but we're not, we can't be doing it like, it's different, that's different. We, no. Is that worse off than what's happening today with the filters and plastic surgery and more? Like, is it, is it, is it far off? Is it, is it worse? than what it already is i mean obviously i think we're it's 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 like you can't you can tell the beauty standards are going to get worse they're going to get more and more and more and more unrealistic like why would this even be a topic why would this even be a concern and there are health benefits like we talked about removing certain diseases what diseases we don't know yet we don't know which one's going to qualify for this or not in the third. And we do have proceedings already that's, that check, check to see if kids are going to have any, um, like, diseases in the long run or going to grow a certain way. Like, there's ways to, like, prenatal things to check before giving birth so they, they all know if, like, there's anything wrong with your child beforehand. But this is something way different to me. The only difference is that a baby is vulnerable. And and a woman and a grown woman isn't, or a grown man isn't, so they can choose um, what they want to do then. Is it going to be too late? Would they be rather have had it done before they were born? So they could have just been born literally physically with it, rather than having to go and cut and modify. Is there a difference? I don't know. I'm not truly sure what a perfect baby will look like in the future or will look like in general. Like, babies are babies. They're cute. They're pudgy. They're small. They're adorable. They can't do nothing. Like, they're literally so helpless. Like, they're adorable babies. Like, babies are adorable. Who knows to say, like, if this is humane or inhumane just because we use technology a lot, even in the birthing process. And so, like, I assume that, like, in just in every aspect of life, technology will be having a bigger and bigger impact on all of our lives in more ways than one. That's just, there's just a lot to think about. And there's a lot of ethics and a lot of thoughts that have to go into um, these kind of these kinds of creations and these kinds of conversations. And just being in those boardrooms is really important. And a lot of us have to be in those boardrooms to get our point across and our opinions across because our voices must be heard in order for this like these things to not be taken, you know, not like some de- some demographics not to be taken into consideration or, and things like that. Like we, this is a thing that everybody would have to chime in on. Um, I also do not, I don't understand the, I don't get the whole, um, like, the humans being obsessed with perfectionism. I don't get that. It's like, I have this innate thing for perfectionism. It's like this, you know, when he talks this in the article that I mentioned, it's going to be in the description box. He mentions, like, his OCD and his perfectionism portion. And, like, why do we innately reach for that, like, that perfectionism? We're imperfect. We'll never be perfect. There's no end, there's no ending. It's infinite. There's so many things that could possibly happen. Is that perfect? Maybe, if you look at it like that. 
or is that not perfect because there's so many different ends to the means like there's so many different things you could do um and the imperfection like allows for room for growth being perfect is like well that's it solid like that's it it's perfect i think everything needs to grow and everything can always be developed further like i said there's infinite possibilities so anyways like i said i don't get it i don't understand the whole perfectionism i don't i too suffer with the whole perfectionism we're going to talk about that in another in another worldviews podcast i definitely have talked about perfectionism before and i just don't understand it i don't know why i get trapped in that trap truthfully it's a trap don't do it to yourself reach for the imperfection and and just ride with it roll with the punches and and be in the flow of things and allow for the curves and and the knocks like take in all that stuff because sometimes you can be inspired by those imperfections and those imperfections can inspire the next person to tweak this or tweak that or do something different with it like there's just some there's just things like that like i don't think anything is perfect and i don't think anything can be perfect there's always room for improvement real questions are who is to say what features are the best features and which features are going to be the most desirable who is to say and what and like just how is all this going to work if this if this ends up clearing out in the future as something that we can use to just to just modify our kids however we like and then how are they gonna when they when they grow up and they hurt they hear that we did what we we did and didn't give them a choice and change their their gender the next day or do something different are we gonna be upset because we spent money to modify them like I don't really know I, I'm not saying I'm doing this I'm just saying like as a collective like this is crazy like me talking about this is just is is stimulating and it's provoking it's just i just don't understand i just don't get it i don't know why we want to cut up change up our flesh so much like our flesh is like half of what we are and less than half of what we are like that's it like i think that this is it's going to deteriorate it's not going to stay here forever so like on your earth for a hundred years for a hundred years you want to look beautiful gorgeous you'll find ways to even look young for years i wonder what those are but you find ways to do it and then you die your body is dead the queen just died a couple weeks ago she gone but her spirit might be living on somewhere probably matter you know it doesn't you know it has to stay somewhere the thing that's operating my vessel right now that that's like allowing me to speak and speaking through me right now and through my voice and through my mouth is a being i am a being first before i am a physical being you know what i mean i feel like that's like where is the thought patterns coming from how is your brain connecting all these things together how is electromagnetic stuff is like how is all this electricity creating this this thought pattern i know you know my mouth is moving sounds are coming out making words for you to understand it's just a lot like this is already a big cool ass instrument and for us to go ahead and think that we're god and modify it who knows if this is going to be the next evolution of people and it's it's modifying it in a good way or is it modifying it in the worst possible way? Who is to say? <laughs> I think we have to figure out time travel and just looking into the future before we figure out this kind of stuff. I think that that would help us. And then again, as we've seen in Doctor Strange, there's too many timelines, too many possibilities. There's not one determined future. So I guess that doesn't work either ethics start to fall in question when people talk about european beauty standards colorism we're already dealing with those issues as of late like as of people still to this day it still impacts us in ways that 
we don't even see in our day. Like, we, we can't even, like, we're so, like, used to it that we don't even realize it sometimes. So those things are still happening. And to add this to the pile, of, it, to the pile would just add fuel to the chaos. And it'll just, like, create more issues within ourselves, our mental health, our ability to believe that we are beautiful without these filters and all these things. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not a healthy thing. There's a lot of angles that we got to look at when we're talking about this topic. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of insecurities people go through about their bodies, body dysmorphia. There's a lot of different topics. And this is just another obsession, another version of an obsession. People go through plastic surgery like it's a it's a it's a game. And they're just like, OK, I want to, you know, they change everything they, they want to change. And is it healthy? It's not. I don't think so, because you could lose a lot of blood. You could die under the needle. You could there's so many possibilities. You don't get up from that table and you're only just doing that for the to appease society to appease the idea of what you think is perfect it's crazy man just saying all in all i think as the pursuit of advancements in you know our technologies and in science humans become more and more curious and we want to test the limits of our creations of course i understand that i think that's really cool think that's really dope i enjoy that portion of science where we're stretching our minds and allowing these ideas to actually come into fruition and, and come into the physical i think it's really dope but i think there sometimes has to be a limit to the madness okay i think sometimes there has to be a limit to the madness a little bit a little bit but who knows who knows we'll see how we feel in the future I have a lot of like actual controversial thoughts about this topic and I might leave it to the Patreon so check out the description box below and make sure to go become a member on the Patreon. I'll have a lot more underground videos and probably a lot more controversial videos because obviously we just saw what Sneeko went through. If you haven't seen what Sneeko went through, he's banned on the platform so yeah. Censorship is real and I don't really want to get into certain topics that might hurt people or anything like that i definitely don't want to do that i just think you know if you don't want to be subjected to those kind of comments or ideas um then you shouldn't you shouldn't you don't have to hear it i think personally that's like me protecting you because maybe maybe i i don't know if that's true i think that maybe the whole censorship thing is a little stupid because we should hear everybody's real honest thoughts so we know where everybody's at like how much more development we actually need on a moral and virtue standards rather than just um just technology and things like that i think that we need to hear everybody's opinions about life and how we all feel about everything at full blast so we know who these people are who those people are how many of these people there are in the world bigots this that and the third that's one thing that i know of you know, anybody really. I know it's like a threat on our mental, even worse on our mental health if we're seeing it all in flash on our phones. But I think it's more, it's better that we know who's, who's who and how many of who there are because we have to change people's mindsets. We have to know, like, there's like sometimes people come out and are very confused that in 2022, things like um, the Little Mermaid are still, like a black Little Mermaid is still like, like racism is still alive and well. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people sometimes are, like, confused as to why that's, that is. Because we don't see it on a, daily, on a day-to-day basis often. Like, all the time. 
But there's some other things that I feel like people just don't know is still alive and well. And misogyny is a big thing. Um, yeah. Masculinity and misogyny are not the same thing, though. So I don't see it that way. But that's like, I'm going on a tangent. But anyways, all I want to say is that I don't get why we always be talking about the body. Talking about our skin. Talking about all this stuff. And those are important things. Those are physical things. But they're not the most important things. To be real with you. How we accessorize our bodies isn't the most important thing. Um, I'm not talking about culture. I'm not talking about stuff like that. I think that we're just, at a base, we're human. But at the real base, we're spirits first. In the article, it talks about how China and the UK have been able to use this CRISPR technology. But they have prohibited it from being modified. Like, allowing modified human embryos to be inseminated into women. In order to be given, like, to have birth of them. Like, they've, they've made that illegal as of late um but to refrain from this portion of it i think is a little bit um obviously ethically i understand the reasoning but who's to say a mad scientist or a scientist wouldn't just take this upon themselves and just to see the outcome try to allow this now of course i don't think ethically this is okay because you have you have now put two people in danger. You put the baby and the woman in danger, and what if complications occur? We don't know what can occur, but how would we end up finding out if it will work? How many tests, and how are these tests going to be conducted, and um, what are the long-term effects? We don't really know. We just don't have a, a, a grounding stance and, and knowledge of what can possibly happen to these people once they're born and they grow of a certain age what if there's complications in the long run who really knows yet no one and how are we going to get to that point or the figuring out of that point until we try so um i don't know i think there's comfort zones that have to be pushed and science is about making leaps and and leaps and bounds forward in, in the future and I just feel like I don't. I just don't know what exactly or which which future exactly we're moving towards or we're chasing. Is it good for us? Is it bad for us? There's obviously climate change and things that are that are destroying our planet. And what future are we moving towards? For if we're just jumping from planet to planet, like we're going to Mars, like if we're gonna all just escape here when it when it com- decomposes and combusts, are we just going to leave here and go to Mars and and do chaos there and go to the next planet? Like what's what are, what a future are we moving towards? A future that's superficial and only cares about appearances or a future that's more based on the soul and just like what we love to do rather than what we have to do? What future are we moving towards? Are we moving towards a materialistic, unrealistic lifestyle or more van life, humble living kind of a lifestyle? Or will there always be a split of people that look at life totally differently? Who knows? But I pose the question. Thank you for watching the video, and I will see you guys in the next one. I love you guys. Peace out. Blast off.